Schools and community agencies must work together to provide transition services to secondary students with disabilities. That was the challenge faced by the Texas Workforce Solutions Region 2 Leadership Services, which is led by Jim Canals, Deputy Regional Director, Texas Workforce Solutions, Rosla Hawker, Regional Transition Specialist, Texas Workforce Solutions, Sandy Cox, Regional Transition Specialist, ESE Region 10, and Carla Johnson, Regional Transition Specialist, ESC Region 11. This is Collaborating for Student Success. In this episode, we get an inside look at how this initiative began. Let's listen to the conversation with Carla, Sandy, Rosla, and Jim as they reflect on this initiative's humble beginnings. I was looking today, or actually yesterday afternoon, and it's been two years. We've been doing this for two years? That we were planning up to this year. I didn't bring it to Listen, listen, I'm gonna prove it to you. I found, oh yeah. I found the very first training session that Sandy and I did, mm -hmm. that you guys requested. We started meeting over the summer, to plan for this September date because because Jim and Rosla wanted wanted us. Yeah, they wanted us to come and talk to you guys about to your VR folks about IDA and the transition process. You guys remember that? Yeah. So, what are some of the what else do you guys recall as hot topics when we very first started working on this project? What remember. Yeah. That goes beyond me there. I can tell I mean, the attitudes of each group towards one another. There was not a mutual mm -hmm. respect or understanding because mm -hmm. it was so many years of feeling mm -hmm. like you knew but you didn't really know. Mm -hmm. And the longer you spend time with somebody personally, yeah you start listening differently professionally. Mm -hmm. And I think that changed significantly for them. I think, know, I think this group we had last week was very more cohesive than what we had before. Because, I mean, you could tell how they were getting along better, and I noticed that. Mm -hmm. It was good. It was good. Collaboration is happening. And I think, like you said, understanding each other's language, because that... Remember that's kind of that's kind of how you came up with that piece, Jim, where you were saying, "What does good?" You've been talking that for a while. What does good look like on the VR side, and what does good look like on the LEA and charter charter side? And so, I think I think the sessions that we planned help help kind of spark some of those conversations and gave better people a better understanding. I think. When I looked at what Sandy and I put together to present way back then, I think we talked a little bit about the Texas graduation requirements because I, I was wanting the VR counselors to understand how we are really looking at catching those eighth graders at a very early on, a very early stage because they've got to make a determination about what they're all students have to make a determination about what that endorsement is going to look like. So that was an aha for a lot of the counselors too. Okay, and then we, talk, we talked about those graduation requirements and provided them with some uh, tools and resources related to the graduation toolkit. Um, 
gosh, you know, we had a bill that had just been passed, Senate Bill 748, that really focused on uh, interagency collaboration and and the whole thing with um, supported decision making and just the whole referral process for agencies, how we had a piece of legislation that said we have to have these transition and employment designees in every school district. Every charter and school district has to have that. So we, we told everyone that and reminded them of that and other legislative updates and here we are. And that was two years two ago. Two years ago. September 2017. Can you believe that? Maybe time to do it again. <laughs> You have new people. It, it well, may and now Senate Bill 748 is Texas Administrative Code and Texas Ed, um, Education Code is moved from Senate Bill into yeah. It's now it's now right. uh, part of transition. So it's the uh, Texas Education Code right. now. So a lot has changed since 2017. The requirements haven't changed, but what we call it. But I was just yeah. But I mean, but the, I mean, still, but even then, you know, with well, maybe not what they need to know, but there's been enough change that. It probably would, wouldn't hurt to do it again. Well, we've got our we've got our outline, mm -hmm. and all we have to do. We were even talking pre-employment transition services we two, years ago. <laughs> two years ago. Yeah. Can you believe it? But what I can tell you was missing, though, is the reciprocal training from y'all yes. to us. <clears throat> the problem is, is yours are hard to get people together. Well, we can only guarantee who we can get, and mm -hmm. so word of mouth mm -hmm. um, does help in our locations but I yeah. think that was a big piece that was missing is because mm -hmm. I felt like a lot of your counselors mm -hmm. felt like they had better and said like oh so that's why you're talking about that in our meeting that oh mm -hmm. okay so that makes yeah. sense to me right. but we're still like so what's that IPE can yeah. look like when yeah. it all mm -hmm. comes together yeah. um, so I think that would be I'm gonna put that on my um, I, I think that would be really good um, because when you look at the results Mm -hmm. One of them was the transition services. And right. so in your world, the transition services, and correct me if I'm wrong, that's your pre-employment transition yeah, services. Yeah, Most of it, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And on and on our side, or in our world, it's other things that have to be addressed and considered, but we're also looking at those same five areas that you guys have to look mm -hmm. at to prepare our kids for post, better post-school outcomes. So... Maybe a second, another training oh, yeah. is due. Well, I mean, that's but what we, the survey we, I, pointed out is that they're wanting more training. Well, I'm saying specific to, to yeah, to our to your TVRCs and our specifically to our an updated training, an updated training for for our educators From LEA mm -hmm. to TWC. Now, uh, are there credits that the teachers want or the the for staff development? Yeah. Not necessarily. I mean. That's not going to attract them if you've got some kind of CEUs that. I don't you know, know what? Sandy. They... I'd like to assign credit. Yeah. So that's why we had them register for all of these because if they register for this, they're going to get credit for this. That might be a. I do. What you think? Mm -hmm. But I, I think we're going to have to go into uh, uh, sections on some of this to where, you know, it's a west section, east section, south, north, or, you know, rural. Mm -hmm. Make it uh, more targeted. Yeah. yeah. On your group, now our group, you know, we can pretty well pull them in, but, uh, uh, somewhere or another to get the information out there. And, uh, I guess, you know, just doing a training, maybe the 
simple thing to do. Well, and again, I know Mandy isn't, I know she does new training for like the new council right. Mandy Norfolk, mm-hmm. but she's putting together a training that is kind of pulling together what we're talking about right now. Um, we met a week and a half ago or two weeks ago, and I shared with her this, what we did, um, and that she was creating it for new counselors coming in, kind of sharing them with the educational piece. Uh, who's doing that? Mandy Norfolk. Oh, yeah, trying to okay, it. okay. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, I'm sorry, that my volume was off. So that may be, I mean, we may already have one in the works. Yeah. That we might tap okay. into. And of course, uh, so she would be providing an o- overview on what TWC does. And the pre-TSW. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, she's she's kind of training new TWC counselors. Oh, I don't I don't know her, so that's why well, I'm Well, she used to be one of our VRs mm-hmm. in oh. Wiley. Her she, office is right there, but yeah. she's not here. She's out traveling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that will be helpful, but, you know, it's nothing like getting it from the horse's mouth mm-hmm. either. So and, so maybe we do... I mean, you guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, we would be there to try to help and support if we could, mm-hmm. if, if we could get our calendars to match but up. But if she's already got a s- nice slice of what you do, and we can add ours to it, then we could all... It could just be a road show. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could be the TWC person somewhere, and we could find someone to train with you. Right. I mean, I think, I, I think for the better bang for our buck, we're going to have to divide and conquer. Mm -hmm. Because there's no way Mm -hmm. in the world Mm -hmm. that that any of us Mm -mm. can go to every single training Mm -hmm. if we're going to do it Mm -hmm. targeted. Mm -hmm. Well, I like the idea of doing the overall group training like we've done. Right. One in the fall, one Mm -hmm. in the spring. But then we're going to have to roll up our sleeves and maybe do some targeted training. Yeah, I think that's a good approach. And, and very customized for, for that specific region, helping them to identify who some of the resources yeah. are in their backyard, maybe trying to help them get those resources to the table. Um, well, you know, low-hanging fruit, uh, the navigators. Exactly. I mean, that's their role mm-hmm. uh, to... Get out and talk to people so we could uh, pull we them could in. We train them and they could turn into our trainers. Yeah. And they're ready to do something. Yes, they are. I know they are. That Shay is on fire. Let me just tell you, Shay's on fire. Okay. So potentially work with navigators. And that would expand our reach a lot. To help train on um, transitions planning from both sides. From TWC and LEAC. No. Uh, help me with this. What opportunities do we have at TAVAC? What do you want? Well, I mean, is anybody going to present this? Uh, um, I can tell you, Mandy Norper um, put in to do her training. Okay. I asked so her to. Good. Who is? Catherine Bacall is doing a Oh, Bacall is? Okay, I didn't have that information because I'm not, I don't put the <coughs> sessions together her, this year. I think her person over there. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I know Mandy put in to do this one um, at TAVAC. Yeah. Um, what do you, I mean, tell me, I mean. I don't know, I'm just throwing honestly, it out. I mean, do we need to discuss our project or is there any, uh, would they have any interest in that, the audience? I, I really don't know who the audience is. Um, I think if it had, if there was a preface piece well, to it. could we do a, uh, what good looks like and maybe uh, have a, a deliverable out of this is to, have uh, a document that lists out best practices that have been identified by those groups or a, uh, a, 
what we would call conceptualizing their plans. So here's how you do this plan. And uh, um, I think that's it. I mean, it's certainly related <coughs> to the good works that mm -hmm. Tayback does, the employment piece of it. And I think we have to get more on, uh, get, get back to focusing more on the, the whole employment piece of it. I mean, and that's certainly one of the pre-employment transition services pieces. So helping others across the state to understand what we've done, I think is a really great idea. Mm -hmm. I didn't put in travel for Tayback because I have no money <laughs> to be able to go, you guys. That's why I'm just sitting here because I think it would be very powerful to share this information with others and maybe develop some tools to guiding questions for them to go back and maybe look at but hopefully that's what the podcast will help people do too i, I think that was the whole point reflective practice helps learners find relevancy and meaning in a lesson and make connections between educational experiences and real life situations it increases insight and creates pathways to future learning and that is exactly what you heard today those future learning opportunities became the Collaboration for Student Success series, which brought to the table Texas Workforce Solution, Transition Vocational Rehabilitation Counselors, and local education agencies, and charter school transition-related personnel to plan and deliver transition services that are collaborative, effective, and sustainable. The first session invited Dr. Patty Noonan, author of Transition Teaming, 26 Strategies for Interagency Collaboration as their keynote speaker. Our next episode will take a look at the work that transpired from the guidance of Dr. Noonan and the reflection from the participants. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Collaborating for Student Success.